Planet Jewel, Jewel System, United Terran Federation. Keep your damn heads down. They're still shooting over the ridge. There's nothing to see. Another series of explosions shook the ground and made Emil hug the dirt and scrunch his eyes shut so tightly he was seeing spots. The twenty-year-old had never felt fear like this at any other point in his life, so scared that he felt no shame for the whimpers that escaped his lips and the uncontrollable trembling. He squeezed the infantry carbine as if it were a life preserver, and he was a drowning man. Emil, get your fucking eyes open, Finn Auer shouted, waving his three-fingered hand at him. Keep tucked down, but be alert. We only have to keep them from overrunning us into the town. The Marines will be here soon. Emil had heard that before and knew there weren't enough Marines to go around. The old man was likely mouthing platitudes to keep his young charges from completely succumbing to fear, and Emil despised him for it all the more. Since the Darshik invasion, three major cities had fallen. The armored troopers the aliens had landed made short work of the civil defense forces that were more in place for law enforcement and emergencies than for any real fighting. CENTCOM had managed to get two drop carriers through the Darshik blockade and land two full regiments on the southern point, totaling 7,000 combat-capable Marines. Unfortunately, the support ship that would have brought their equipment was destroyed at the jump point. Almost all of their mobility, artillery, and supplies were lost before they could even make it into orbit. That left a lot of Marines with no way to get to where they were needed and most only had light infantry weapons. It was a disaster from the beginning. Emil had been a child when the phage had ripped through the frontier worlds. He remembered his parents talking about it as if it were nothing more than an intellectual curiosity. After all, it was so far away, not even new European Commonwealth worlds. They were safe on Jewel. While the adults dismissed it as an interesting, if abstract, topic, he remembered the older kids at school whispering about it. The phage were coming to wipe out all of humanity, and no Terran world would be spared. Emil could still think back to that time, and the visceral terror he felt as a child was still vivid in his mind. That fear was nothing like he felt now, however. The Darshik troops would land outside of major settlements, congregate for a time as they silently organized and deployed their force, while only taking action to fend off any meager defense put up by the humans, and then march into the city to subdue it quickly and efficiently. They were nothing short of terrifying. Ensconced in their matte black combat environmental suits, the only thing that could be gleaned of their appearance was that they were bipedal on short legs with long, arm-like appendages and a head that was more squat and ovoid than a human's. Any of the aliens the human militia managed to kill were quickly cleared from the field by their comrades, so as far as Emil knew, nobody on Jewel had ever seen a Darshik without the protective suit. Here they come, someone shouted from down the line. Brace yourselves, Finn called. Don't let them get past this position. Emil risked a look up over the hasty fortifications they'd built and saw that the Darshik troops were now sprinting across the open field. They made no sound other than the pounding of their feet, creating an eerie spectacle. While the troopers were bad enough on their own, at least the fact they'd begun their charge 
meant that the bombardment from their ground-based artillery had ended. That was the good news. The not-so-good news was that their position was first in line, and really only intended to slow down the advance so that the rest of the settlement's defense force could muster and get into position. In other words, they were a speed bump. From what he'd learned, he knew that the Darshik would not simply bypass even such a small defensive position, but would instead stop and eliminate them to the last man. Oh, God, Emil whispered, petitioning the god of his youth to give him courage. He'd already resigned himself to the fact that he wasn't going to survive this assault by an enemy he'd given no offense to. The heavy machine gun that was on the opposite side of the line from Emil opened up, the single-barrel, chemically-fired weapon, spitting out 25-millimeter shells at a rate of 1,500 rounds per minute. It was an antiquated anti-vehicle gun, but it still packed a hell of a punch. More importantly, it was all they had. The crew was firing in long, sustained bursts that would quickly destroy the barrel. Emil knew that they must have reached the same conclusion he had regarding their odds of survival, and were hell-bent on doing as much damage to the enemy prior to the inevitable. A new sound reached him, the spiteful buzz of the Darshik infantry weapons opening up on their position. Their handheld weaponry drew power from their combat suits via an umbilical, and fired some type of concentrated plasma burst that acted like an incendiary projectile. From previous engagements, the defenders of Jewel learned that the weapons were devastating, but severely range-limited. They also weren't especially effective against even a moderately armored vehicle, creating a lot of light and noise, but the charge dissipating before it could cause significant damage. The Darshik troops relied on the pinpoint accuracy of their field artillery and orbital bombardments, to soften up Terran positions before they swarmed in to clean up anybody still left fighting. So far, they had ignored any civilians not taking up arms. Right side, fire your fucking weapons! The shout came from somewhere down the line. He couldn't recognize the voice, but knew it wasn't Finn. Emil sucked in a breath, steeled his nerves, and rose up over their hastily erected earthworks, sighting down his weapon.